live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, everybody. It is 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you're locked and loaded right here on this Friday. LFA TV live from America. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. I'm accompanied by my brother from another mother. At least he's not my sister from another blister, eh? Producer Eli, ladies and gentlemen, we are so incredibly happy to be here. Got to have a drink of that Rise Up coffee. I need to know who's watching, and I need to know where you are watching from. Like Danny from my home state right here in New Hampshire. J-Dog, how you doing? Jessica is in the building. Darlene from Michigan. Helen from California. Jackie from Pennsylvania. How you doing? David Snell is in the building. Linda from OHIO. Annie is here. Rockin' Rev Dean. Amber from Texas is in the building. How are you? Osborne H. Lisa Nakan, how are you? We've got Patriot Koo from Louisiana. Maria from Virginia Beach is watching. Big shout out to Virginia Beach. Stacy from South Dakota. Love us some Christy Nome. Julie in Arizona. Love us some Carrie Lake. Jennifer from Texas, Lisa from Michigan, Nancy, how are you? Ryan from Ohio, Long Island, Christine is in the building, and one more, let's give it to Kathy from Northeast Florida. I love the shout-out section. A lot of people used to say, why do you do that? It's so dumb, just get right to the news. Are you kidding me? You're trying to tell me that my LFA family ain't important? Huh? Trying to tell me that my LFA family... Shouldn't be put up on some kind of a pedestal for creating such an amazing and awesome network here and a show? Come on. I'll never have that. Not in my house. As for me and my house, we not only serve the Lord, but we give honor to our lovely LFA family members every single day. You know who I don't have any honor or respect for, though? I don't have any honor or respect for liars, thieves, cheaters, illegitimate people. Arrogant. Now, I, now, some would say, Jeremy, but aren't you arrogant? I used to be. I'm more confident now. Maybe a little arrogance left in there. But I'm talking about at the expense of the American people and being evil with arrogance. And that's most of the officials that are in the Biden administration. Most of the cabinet members, most of the leaders of the alphabet soup agencies. But when they are just bureaucrats whom you've never heard of, Brought before Congress, border, uh, open border advocates, smiling, smirking, laughing after what I saw on the border. Well, I've got no room or time for that. And while I've been pretty critical of Chip Roy for very valid reasons, I stand with him here against this arrogant little puke from the Biden administration. Roll this. Where are those 1.6 million gotaways? They are most likely at different places in the United States. Who are they? Working and living. Who are they? Well, there are probably people from different countries around the probably. world, Probably. Probably. People from all around well, the world. They are from different countries around right. the world, yes, sir. Yeah. How many different countries? Uh, well, if the data that we have uh, about those who are apprehended is any indication, a uh, large number of countries, probably about uh, 162 of them from all over the world? Probably, yes, sir. Right. You willing to bet your family's life, my family's life, on the safety of... 
in our country, irrespective of who these individuals are when you don't even know who they are? Uh, yes, sir. The chance of dying from a foreign-born terrorist attack since 1975 is sure one in 4.4 sure million per Mr. year. Mr. Narasta, I'm sure that is great comfort to the families of the people from 9-11. Because when you sit here and testify that zero people have committed a terrorist attack from crossing our border, I'm sure that is comfort to the people who had terrorist attacks committed by people who came here and overstayed their visas. It is the no comfort the is, The fact of the, the matter victim. is, when you talk about having an open border, and you minimize the open border by saying that people have to pay $5,000 to come here in that open border, you're ignoring the fact of what that does to human beings when it is in fact so open that that's exactly what's happening. I'm sure that your position is great comfort to the man in Baltimore who was being held up for ransom for $23,000 so that his little girl wouldn't get raped in a stash house in Fort Worth. Have you talked to that little girl or to that father? Was he a terrorism suspect? Have you talked to that father, Mr. Narasta? No, I'm not aware of that terrorism case. What was his name? Have you talked to that father whose little girl was being raped in a stash house? No, I haven't. Is this right. a terrorism-related so you issue? Know, I'm answering the questions, and this is the subject matter I want to talk about in this hearing, Mr. Narasta, because you're the one sitting here trying to tell the American people that our border is perfectly fine, What's that it is perfectly okay, that it is, you know, oh, not open because people are paying five or $10,000 to get here. So it is very much relevant that a little girl's getting raped in a stash house because of the policies of you and radical leftists who don't give a damn about it because it is more politically expedient for you to saddle up to the Libertarian Cato Institute or a bunch of radical leftists and talk about, oh, how important it is for people to free flow across borders. I have talked about the chaos repeatedly, the sir. The way to reduce the chaos is through legalization and liberalization, right. not cracking and, down right. more. Will, if you cared about the border chaos, that is the way to do it. Which will perpetuate the lawlessness, and you know it, Mr. Benzman. Do you know why men like that, or I should say lack thereof, didn't exist 50, 60 years ago? Because they would have gotten dragged out back in the alley, and that little chihuahua that's sitting there going, I'm not aware of that. I'm not aware of that terrorism case. Being a little cocky, a little SOB, that kind of arrogance probably would have made it so that the rest of your life you would have had to eat through a straw, or maybe you wouldn't have the use of your legs for the rest of your natural-born given life. Uh, but today we allow those kind of people to run rampant, and this is what we get. After what I've seen at the border and what Chip Roy's talking about, I can overcome my differences with him and and stand side by side with him and say, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm upset too. I'm upset too. Suzanne says this dude needs to come and live at the border for a week. Loser. Yeah, put him on the border with the cartels. Let him get trafficked right along with them, guys. Let him get raped. The arrogance is mind-blowing and mind-numbing as well. Mind-blowing and mind-numbing. The way they sit there with that smirk and that smile on their face, I'm telling you, it, it, it hurts. It hurts to my core knowing what we all know and what they just continue to look the other way, I guess. I don't know, ignore. Eli said it just out, to, out there in, the, in his room, in the other room. He said, I'm so sick of those smirks. I'm so sick of the smirks. I'm so sick of the lies. I'm so sick of the, well, that's not happening when clearly it's happening. Unbelievable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, right now, if you go to LFATV.us or if you go to JeremyHarrell.com, this is what you see on the screen right here, JeremyHarrell.com, you scroll down. There's a letter to my readers. If you're ever new to the site, if you scroll down a little bit more, there you see the new designs in the store. We have amazing products in the store. You want to get your The More They Unite, The More We Indict shirt. I'm hearing a lot of great stories about them. You also have your featured products. But if you go down here, if you go down here in the huge LFA blowout sale, check this out. Every item down here is $10 or less. $10 or less. That's below cost. Because we need to get rid of all this stuff to make room for fall and winter stuff in the store, winter apparel. And if you help us, you also help all of the businesses that we work with as well. And if you scroll down a little bit more, this helps get you to the shows here on Rumble. Scroll down a little bit more. That's where you can find us on social media. Scroll down a little bit more. You'll see some My Pillow. You'll see some uh, podcasts. You keep scrolling down and look at that. 
a gift for those in need, a free Bible. Scroll down a little bit more, listen to some good music, and scroll down to the bottom and you can join the Revolution newsletter. And that's how we always stay in contact. I want to thank the people that are donating on Rumble Rants. VI Workman, thank you very much. And for everything else, ladies and gentlemen, please go to jeremyharrell.com. And here's where the donate section is, right up here, if you guys uh, want to donate to the show or the cause, okay? We appreciate you. And also, please, give us a rumble, give us a share as we now go to the verse of the day. Very powerful show this morning, very powerful verse of the day, and it comes from Psalm. Come from Psalm 42, 1 through 3. So if you have your Bibles with you, go to Psalm 42, 1 through 3. And I titled this, Going Days Without Speaking. Hello and happy Friday. Have you ever spent days without speaking to your spouse? Getting in a fight, getting in an argument, and you go one, two, three, four, maybe five days without speaking to your spouse? Hurts, doesn't it? Not so good, is it? Well, today we're going to talk about that with a little twist on it. A little twist on it. So let's go to Psalm 42.1. As a deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for you, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, where is your God? What are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about need. The need to be connected to God. Verse number one explains that in the most detailed and very easy way to understand. That deer needs that water like we need God. That is your guilty conscience, ladies and gentlemen, constantly telling you not to do something, but to choose him, the creator, instead. Have you ever went days without speaking to your spouse because of a fight? How many days have you gone? Each passing day, that pride prevents each of you from saying the first word to the other becomes more and more destructive. Not only to the marriage, but to the kids, to the pets, to the house itself, but more importantly to God. Oh, how he groans when we do this to each other. It's terrible. Can we all agree? Now, Let's apply that to God. What about doing it to God himself? How many days in your life have you gone without talking to God in prayer? How many times have you waited until Sunday just to speak to him? Sure, most of us have gone days, weeks, sometimes even months without talking to God. Imagine the damage we did to our souls and our very severed connection with him at that time. Imagine Jesus' reaction. I'm sure he had tried to get our attention a hundred times. Same with the Holy Spirit. But we were too busy schmoozing it up with Satan to hear them. So days and weeks go by and we become so broken that it takes a miracle to get us put back together again. I don't know about you, but the only person I ever heard of doing miracles was God. So if you know the pain that it causes to not speak to your spouse or a loved one for days at a time, you can times that by 10... And then you would know the pain of not talking to God for days at a time. So speak with him daily, starting now, because he loves it and he blesses you for it. In Jesus' name, we go to prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yep, we had a great show this morning. And, uh, yep, we got closing arguments with the Paxton trial. Yep, we've got, they've got nothing. We're going to do an update on that today as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to it. I've got a lot of news on this Friday, and I don't want to skip a beat. So, let's lift up our cups. Let's share this video. Let's give it a thumbs up, and let's have our first slurp of the day. We don't like to swear on this show. Sometimes a few swear words get out here and there. 
But Kevin McCarthy apparently let out a lot of swear words yesterday behind closed doors in closed door meetings about the possible motion to vacate. And apparently, file the effing motion was what he kept saying arrogantly. File the effing motion was apparently what he was saying with a loud bass in his voice, unlike we ever hear from Kevin McCarthy. Isn't it odd? that it takes our own people in our own conference, in our own party, to try to hold Kevin McCarthy to his own contract that he made with the 20 to become Speaker of the House. He wants to break those rules. And the only time that you see Kevin McCarthy lose his cool is against them for calling him out, for not... Holding up to his end of the deal, you never hear Kevin McCarthy get all upset when it comes to Joe Biden. You never hear Kevin McCarthy get all upset when it comes to Hunter or to the deep state or to Jack Smith or to Merrick Gardenome Garland for all of this money and time that they're spending wasting going after Donald J. Trump when easily Kevin McCarthy could cut that off. You never hear Kevin McCarthy getting upset when they talk about the January 6th people stuck in that prison kidnapped, taken away from their families, taken away from their lives. You never see him get upset about that. I remember on the House floor when he ran up to Matt Gates in that picture right there that you just saw. He was very animated, very loud. He was very strong. He had testicular fortitude that day. He had spine of steel. And he ran up to Matt Gates because he got really mad that Matt Gates was putting him up to a vote 14 different times. And ever since that day, when he signed that contract with the 20, when he signed that agreement with Matt Gates, he's done none of his the job that he said he was going to do. So now Matt Gates goes full MAGA, and what do we see? File the effing motion. File the effing motion. He's getting mad. He's swearing. He's yelling. Wow, it takes that to make a man out of you, Kevin McCarthy? You're a coward. That's all you are. And anybody who rides with that coward is a coward. Marjorie Taylor Greene, you are a coward. Steve Scalise, coward. So many of you in the house are cowards. Cowards, you just are. Well, Jeremy, don't you think we should give Marjorie Taylor Greene a little credit because she does X, Y, and Z? Nope. Nope. That'd be like giving credit to a serial killer who's doing a fine job paying his taxes and going to his work every day and doing what he's supposed to do. But at nighttime, he eats people, right? No. You either have integrity or you don't. You're either in it for we the people or you're not. Kevin McCarthy is not. Tensions within the Republican Party reached a boiling point as Congressman Matt Gates this week obviously has called him out and said, look, here's your notice to a motion to vacate. You got one chance or it is coming. At least he gave you the chance. In a closed door meeting with Republican House members yesterday, I told you it got heated, right? And that's when McCarthy came out and he was saying this BS story about how Matt Gates is all mad at him because of an ethics complaint. Well, the FEC just cleared him yesterday. 5-0 and on that ethics complaint crap. So what are you, what's your excuse going to be now, Kevin? If you want to file the motion to vacate, then just file the effing motion, McCarthy snapped, according to Representative Brian Mast, Representative Florida. Kevin McCarthy says, I showed frustration in there because I'm frustrated. Yeah, exactly. How's it feel? Now you know what it feels like to be a little frustrated, and they've not even put up the motion to vacate yet. You've already screwed us 10 times. Bargaining with Biden over the debt ceiling. Crap. Basically bailing him out from his crap. Not putting up all of these things you agreed to. How does it feel to be a little frustrated? Because you're about to be a lot more frustrated, Kevin McCoward. Please share the video, folks. I'm animated today. It's Friday, and I'm all about this crap. I'm all about Matt Gates doing this. This is what we've been asking for. He further lamented that the Defense Department appropriations bill couldn't be placed on the floor, but failed to address the underlying issues causing the rift within his party. Frustrated with some people in the conference, quote, end quote, he added. McCarthy's meltdown prompted a response from Matt Gates. Matt Gates said this. He told The Hill, quote, instead of emotionally cursing, maybe the speaker should just, I don't know, keep his word from January on a balanced budget, term limits, and single subject spending bills. I am so glad that Matt Gates in the 20 got this in writing. 
Remember when we were all talking about this? Get it in writing. Get it in writing. I'm so glad he did. Gates doubled down on his attack on Kevin in a Twitter post saying, quote, I warned everybody in December of last year. Speaker McCarthy believes in nothing except money and power. In football, when the team that isn't winning the game, it's supposed to, then they fire the coach. In business, when a company does not match its projected earnings, then the board gets rid of the CEO. And I've had enough McFailure. Have you? I like that. McFailure. So then obviously he got up and he said what he said during this week and that really got under Kevin McCarthy's skin. How dare you go against the overlords of the party? How dare you put me on notice? I'm Kevin McFailure. Well, Matt Gates has gone Big Bang MAGA, ladies and gentlemen, and he can't turn back now. I'm concerned for the speaker that he seems to be a little rattled and unhinged in a time when we need focus and strong effort. Uh, Whether or not McCarthy faces a motion to vacate is within his own hands. All he has to do is come into compliance with the deal we made in January. Now, here's the thing. Kevin McCarthy saying, file the effing motion. That's him just saying, go ahead. You're not going to get the votes anyway. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter about getting the votes, Kevin McFailure, McCoward, McLoser, bunks with lunts. Doesn't matter about that. Because we can do it every day. And the same people can do it more than once. We can just keep doing it. And nothing will go through the house. And you'll be a McFailure again. Basically, it's going to... Basically, Kevin McCarthy's saying, go ahead and do it and we'll see who outlasts who. I outlasted you last time. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We got exactly what we wanted. We knew that you were going to get the votes to be speaker, but we got exactly what we wanted. We wanted to hold you accountable. And now we have the ability to do that. Next time, you won't even come back as speaker. All you have to... that's, That's what blows my mind. All you have to do is what you agreed to. And the question, did you or did you not agree to it? And Kevin McCarthy would would give you some NPR answer is, well, of course I agreed to do it, and that's what we're doing. And that's what we're doing. This is the most, Sean, Sean, listen, listen, Sean Hannity, this is the most aggressive House of Representatives that we've seen in decades, in decades. We have transformed the House of Representatives back to the people's house, Sean. And we've given them transparency. And we are holding up to our end of the deal. It just takes time. Sean, these things take time. That's the BS McCarthy answer we'd get. Gates has said, you know what? I could have done better. I'm going Big Bang MAGA. It's all in or nothing, baby. And I'm going to do my darndest to get Matt Gates on the show within the next, uh, within the next uh, week or two. Because I need to talk to him. It's been too long. Now, Representative Eli Eli Crane has now indicated his support for a motion to vacate McCarthy's chair. And you know what I like about Representative Eli Kane from Arizona? He's a no-nonsense, real, normal kind of guy. Backyard barbecue, work hard for everything he's ever had. Fought for this country. That's why I love it. Representative Eli Kane is the latest Freedom Caucus member to say that he was support uh, deposing of Kevin McCarthy, de- uh, support deposing, excuse me, Kevin McCarthy, an effort being spearheaded by Representative Matt Gates. And do you want to know what Matt Gates is really doing with all of this? He's showing leadership. There's very few people that can actually show leadership in Washington D.C., get a movement behind that leadership, and command the role. Matt Gates is doing that with his uh, with his plucked eyebrows. <laughs> He's doing that. It's very difficult to show leadership in Washington, D.C. But all it takes is a brass pair of uh, biceps, right? And you can do it. And he's embracing MAGA. And you can't tell me that Donald Trump isn't working with Matt Gaetz. Of course he is. Freedom Caucus member, Representative Eli Kane, has put his support behind Matt Gaetz indicated his support to get rid of Kevin McCarthy with a motion to vacate by reposting Matt Gates's recent Twitter uh, 
uh, speech that he made on the House floor. And uh, it's just going to be a domino effect from there. So a big shout out to Representative Eli Kane. I guarantee you there's a lot more people than you think that want to do this as well. It's whether they'll come out and say it openly because they're afraid now that Kevin McFailure, Kevin McCoward, Mr. Bunks with Luntz will take them off of their committees because that's the kind of guy he is. Oh, you're going you're gonna to put up a motion to vacate? You're going to publicly say that you're against me or oppose me? I'm going to boot you off of that uh, committee. But if he starts doing that, that'll be the beginning of the end for him as well, no matter how much support he has. Now, when I said Matt Gates has gone Big Bang MAGA and has gone all in, well, ladies and gentlemen, this was part of it. Last night, Representative Matt Gates attends a vigil for the mistreated January 6th prisoners at the D.C. Gulag, pleading to hold Speaker McCarthy to his promise to release the full January 6th tapes. There's got to be a reason why they're holding them, folks. Special guest here this evening um, that has just appeared and... So there you go. When I told you that Matt Gates has no way out of this, there's no way this could be a gimmick. Matt Gates has gone full in, Big Bang MAGA. You have to at this point. That shows his integrity. Now, some other people are going, he's just doing that to get Trump voters. He already had Trump voters. He already had Trump voters. There's other things you can do to get Trump voters. Marjorie Taylor Greene does those. Watch her. But Jeremy, Marjorie Taylor Greene has went down to the January 6th uh, jail. Yeah, she has. I think three times. But does she put pressure on Kevin McCarthy? That's the question. Because it needs to come with pressuring the person who could have it all done like that tomorrow. And Kevin McCarthy gets zero pressure from Marjorie Taylor. Taylor Green. He gets all the pressure from Matt Gates. That's where you have to look at for the integrity. Not the act of grifting for campaign donations. The act of not only doing what's right, but doing it unapologetically and calling out the people that are doing the wrong. And that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is Matt Gates right now. And until he shows otherwise, he's got my full and 100% support. Probably one of the most respected people as far as I'm concerned, as far as I have for people in Washington, D.C., he's right up there with some of the top, if not the top. And I pretty much have always thought that. There's been some times I've been pretty upset with him, but, you know, we all get upset with people. 
and, and people get upset with me and you guys voice your opinion with me when you get upset with me. It doesn't mean you hate me. It doesn't mean you're never going to watch the show ever again. You might take a break here and there. But that's called life. That's called humanity. That's called real. True patriot. True patriot. Just like the people at Four Patriots, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder if Matt Gates actually shops there. They seem to be everywhere, all over YouTube, all over my feed. It seems like Four Patriots is becoming a massive company. And what better thing to see than these small companies that we all started supporting, that we all work together, all boats rise right? These companies that got pushed out by big box, these companies got pushed out by all these major corporations, and now they're becoming corporations themselves. Why? Because we all stuck together, and I love to see it. I'd I'd rather see people that have integrity, like people at Four Patriots, have businesses that become corporations, because you know darn well they're going to remember where they came from, and they're going to do right with it. Thank you, Suzanne, for putting the link right there in the chat. Ladies and gentlemen, for your ultimate emergency preparedness deals for your ultimate emergency preparedness period, whether it be food, whether it be energy, whether it be water, you know the essentials of life, uh, then you need to go to 4 You need to go and check out the deals. Don't just go for the one-offs. Go for the deals. If there are something, if there are deals uh, that, can, that have the stuff that you're looking for, go for the deals because you still get the discount using promo code LFA. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, you're helping them, you're helping their business, you're helping veterans, you're helping us, and you're helping keep them here as a partner for longer. So, 4patriots.com, promo code LFA, 4patriots.com, promo code LFA. And I like to do two of our um, sponsor reads and our partnerships uh, back-to-back so that we don't waste any time going from thing to thing here, and that is CB Distillery. I'm going to tell you this, folks. For years, I thought the same thing that so many other people thought. I'm not, I I started seeing people uh, promote CBD in the UFC a decade ago. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. These weed companies are partnering with UFC uh, fighters to promote uh, legal weed. Because that's what I thought it was. I had no idea what CBD was. Why? Because I allowed myself to have society mold uh, my brain and give me misinformation about what CBD was. Now that I'm actually uh, older, wiser, and smarter, and realize what CBD is, I realize that it would replace 75% of your over-the-counter drugs that you get for your everyday you know, ailments, your headaches, your, your focus, your pain, your arthritis. You can cure that right now, or at least alleviate that by something that has you know, clean ingredients from plant-powered wellness, not Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and others. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, same thing, promo code LFA, and make the switch today. Now, you guys have heard about this case involving Louisiana, the Show Me State of Missouri, and the Gateway Pundit going after the federal government for silencing Americans through their collusion with social media companies and censoring and silencing stuff that they should have let go because they got people killed, they stole elections, whatever else. And this case from Louisiana, Missouri, and the Gateway Pundit against the federal government has already gotten a federal judge to make a ruling that says this. It is very likely that the White House abused millions of people's and violated millions of people's First Amendment rights by their collusion with social media platforms during COVID and the 2020 election. That is the federal ruling from a federal judge. That's huge. That's just another thing that we can pile on to Hunter's laptop, the crime family, the cocaine, the prostitution, the money, the money laundering, the money peddling and all of that. Now we've got you dead to rights. A federal ruling says you likely, very likely, violated the rights of millions. Well, now that case, ladies and gentlemen, is going to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Let's get into it. Huge development in the Missouri, Louisiana, and Gateway Pundit versus Biden First Amendment lawsuit challenging the government's collusion with big tech to suppress speech of millions of America. And ladies and gentlemen, instead, Fifth, uh, uh, Fifth Circuit tried to split, uh, split it up 
It upheld Judge Dougherty's courageous injunction, but only as to the White House, the CDC, the FBI, and the Surgeon General while letting the rest of the government defendants off the hook. After the Fifth Circuit's ruling, there was some question and speculation as to what the government's next course of action would be. And that ruling was that they likely, the White House likely, worked with uh, social media companies to silence the First Amendment. Now, they also were going against the CDC, the FBI, and many others. But the ruling was right now that the White House likely did. Where the other cases go, I'm not sure at this point, but let's keep reading. There were numerous strategic legal options for them to pursue, with a possible Supreme Court challenge perhaps being the most direct path. This leaked DOJ motion to stay indicates that the DOJ is going to try and reverse the portion of the injunction left in place by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. And that is the DOJ is going to try to stop the order stopping the White House, the CDC, the FBI and the Surgeon General from censoring speech and overturning the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. That's what. So right there, the fact that the Biden White House and the DOJ and the CDC and the FBI and the Surgeon General are fighting the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal, which is a federal court of appeals, the fact that they're fighting the ruling to make them stop talking to social media platforms tells you everything you need to know. That's it. They're upset because the federal ruling from the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals does not allow them to collude with social media to censor your speech. That's what they are appealing to the Supreme Court. So let's pray that the Supreme Court of the United States makes the correct ruling here and shuts them down and upholds the ruling of the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Because this is our way right here around that act, uh, Section 230 crap. Not that they would ever stop anyway. If we could do another big round of sharing, it would really, really, really make me happy, guys. And uh, I humbly ask that you do another big round of sharing. And if you've not liked it yet, please like the video. Do you remember when they said Trump had children in cages at the border? Eli, remember that? Remember when AOC went down there and made that, like, Apocalypse Now um, uh, acting debut of holding onto the fence and crying, but yet she was just standing next to a regular fence? And those kids on the other side of that fence were not in cages. It was just a fence. Yeah, it was pretty bad, right? Well, there was a lot of uproar about that. A lot of people were upset about that. So I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, what is this? Does anybody want to tell me what this is? I'll give everybody one guess. Well, this is not a fence. This is not a fence at all. This is a locked cage. And just like Obama was the one locking kids in cages, the Biden administration is now also locking them in cages. That is a cage, not a fence. So where's the Democratic outrage? Here's the harsh truth. They don't care. They don't care about the people coming across the border. They don't care about the fact that they're coming across, taking jobs, raping people, hurting people, smuggling people, smuggling drugs. They don't care. They don't care about any of it. It has nothing, it, it was nothing more than a line of attacks against Donald Trump. And how do we know this? Well, simple, because there are people being held in cages right now at the border, which I just showed you, and not a darn Democrat is doing a darn thing about it. The Tucson, Arizona sector along the New Mexico, uh, along the U.S.-Mexico border continues to be slammed with illegal aliens, straining resources in a part of the country that typically sees more getaways than people claiming asylum. And as a result, almost no Border Patrol agents have acti are actively patrolling the southern border because they're having to quickly process and release thousands of illegal aliens into our country to get out of their facilities to make room for more. Pictures and videos have emerged once again of illegal aliens being held behind crowded fences outdoors and in cages, which previously caused outrage from the Democrats and their allies in the mainstream media. So again, I ask you, I'm going to put this on the screen in a better picture for you to see. And again, I ask you, where is the outrage for this right here? Isn't this inhumane? Isn't this horrible? Isn't this wrong? Now you'd show that to a leftist and you know what they'd say? You'd show that to a leftist and they'd say, Show me a credible source. Right, Eli? Isn't that their favorite thing to do? Show me a credible source then. Well, 
We do tell you credible sources all the time. And you know what you said? Well, that looks doctored to me. They'll never, ever, ever admit. They'll never capitulate to anything. Check out. Put this side by side, this Twitter post. Check this out. What does that look like to you? Does that look like a cage? Because it looks like it's, oh, look at that. It's got a back to it back there. And it goes all the way up and it's got a front to it. So that's a rectangular cage. That's not a fence. (laughs) That's not a fence, people. And if it was a fence keeping somebody on the other side, there wouldn't be an opening right there that you can go around. Where is the mainstream media and the Democrat outrage? I think you're going to have to look high and low and you'll never find it. I'd like to know why AOC isn't there crying. That's what I want to know. Why isn't AOC there crying? And where is CNN? Because you know what I'm getting a little sick and tired of seeing? I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little too sick and tired of seeing illegal aliens here demanding jobs, demanding housing, and demanding phones, and demanding money, and demanding a place to stay until they get all that. And then while they're staying at these places, destroying these places, defecating all over everything, and literally having no idea how to assimilate into our country because that's what legal immigration is for, to teach you how to assimilate. Instead, what we see is this kind of crap right here. There it is. Look at that. Can we make that bigger? I want you to see something here. You promised us safe living conditions. Our rights have been violated. That's what that illegal alien who's wearing a Michigan Wolverines hat has a sign saying, you promised us safe living conditions. Who did? Who did, Jose? Who promised you that? Tell us who promised you the safe living conditions. Was it the Biden administration? Sure as hell wasn't the American people. Second of all, what rights? You don't have any here. You're not living under the Constitution. You weren't born here, and you didn't assimilate. You have none. You have no green card. You have no work visa. You're here because you illegally came here. So what rights are being violated, and who promised you that your rights, that those wouldn't be violated? Who promised you safe living conditions? That's what I want to know. Was it Joe Biden? Tell the world. We don't owe you Adam Schiff. Now, speaking of scum... People who have no American rights. You have human rights, yes. But you broke our laws and came here, which means we should have booted your asses right out. Here's Ben Berkwam reporting from the Darien Gap with Real America's Voice News. And here's what's coming our way. Wait till you see this sea of disgustingness. Look at this. Look at this. Oscar. Unbelievable, man. Feces everywhere. Everything is. So you got the new line of people coming in. The pro- this is processing. Wild. And the next one's coming in. So these guys just came out of the jungle. They're getting in line. We just saw 116 boats go downstream. Now we've got this group. This the this village is already full. And now you've got this group of people coming in that just came out of the jungle constant flow and it just keeps going goes as far as you can see out of the village as far as you can see out of the village guys it's a pipeline it's a pipeline from all of these countries that feed into these little villages here in the darien Chiquito, you get in the river you go down to lajas blancas you get sent either stop at san vicente or piped on through up to costa rica then nicaragua then honduras in Guatemala, then Mexico, up to our southern border. It's a pipeline, guys. It's all coordinated. It's all controlled. And the, the leftists are making money on all of it. Yeah. 
Coordinated and controlled, like that sign said. You promised. Who? Who promised? Who promised? Every one of these people are going to be booted out of here in less than two years. Every one of these people that allowed it to happen are going to be tried. And justice will be served to them. This is sickening. Can everybody do me a favor? If you're watching on the app, uh, scroll down real quick and refresh. And if you're watching on your laptop or iPad, can you refresh? I want to see what we're showing for likes, for rumbles. Um, I'm showing just shy of 1,100. If we got, I know it's Friday, everybody. I know everybody's going back to school. And, you know, the, you know, people have been away for a little bit. But if you guys could just give us a rumble and a share going into the weekend, I'd really appreciate it. Now, I want to give you a quick update on the Ken Paxton trial. Um, long story short, they've got nothing. They're closing it up, and they've got absolutely nothing. And I couldn't tell you, if you've not watched the trial, I can't tell you how many people took the stand and said, we have nothing, we have no evidence, we have no proof, we have nothing but a suspicion, we don't have anything to be here for, there's nothing that we could try him on, I don't know why I'm here, I have absolutely zero to say about anything, there's been nothing, I I wish there was something that I could report to you about the Ken Paxton trial, but there's been nothing, and every time a a a witness has taken the stand, Ken Paxton's attorney has literally turned them inside out, turned them inside out over and over again. And they're all admitting we have nothing, no proof, no evidence, nothing. You even have people saying, I didn't take it as a bribe. The people that were supposed to be involved in the bribe. I don't know what you're talking about. This has been nothing but a waste of time and a waste of taxpayer dollars to remove an attorney general who was voted in by more than 4 million people to make room for the Bush family who lost. That's what this is. That's what this is. Let me read here a little bit for you. And I'm quoting. You're not accusing Paxton of bribery, are you? Busby asked Wicker. I'm not, he replied. Busby asked again. Let's be clear. The guy who has spent more time with General Paxton than anyone else during the time frame that we're here to talk about today is absolutely not accusing General Paxton of doing anything wrong at all. Are you? Wicker replies, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. No. Quote, one thing you do know is that you were never in the presence of General Paxton when he and Nate Paul made any kind of agreement. Is that right, Busby asked. You have no evidence, no knowledge that Nate Paul did anything for General Paxton other than buy a lunch. Isn't that true? That is correct, Wicker said. Former OAG staffers alleged that bribery charge and Paxton's home renovations stem from a comment that Wicker made. Busby said, quote, The whole allegation about Paxton's home renovations came from you. Do you know anything about who paid for General Paxton's home renovations? Not directly, no. Did the house managers show you bills, receipts, payments related to Paxton's home renovations? Did you ever go with the Paxtons when they went to Home Depot or Lowe's to price the cost of materials? Busby asked Wicker, to which he replied, no. Busby showed photos of Paxton's home as well as USSA insurance company claims and receipts that Paxton paid for his own home renovations. They even have the receipts. How is Nate Paul paying for repairs when USAA is paying for them? He asked. General Paxton told me he was paying for his own repairs as well as the insurance, Wicker said. Proof. Boom. Done. Done. Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. So we'll see what happens. But that was pretty much what the entire, entire trial has been. You have any proof? No. You have any evidence? No. Do you witness anything? No. Do you think he did anything wrong? I don't know. Do you want him to have done something wrong? Yes. <laughs> Bush, Bush family. We're done with these people now. We're, in the, we're living in the era of truth and justice and retribution, ladies and gentlemen. May God have mercy on these people's souls. 
May God have mercy on these people's souls. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this morning I saw somebody in the chat say they just ordered their Enviro Cleanse unit and they can't wait to get it. And the staff was so nice and they came up with a payment plan that worked for them. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've said, I need one of these home purifying units, everybody says how great they are. Everybody says how much better they're breathing. Everybody says how much better uh, they're sleeping and how much uh, dust is reduced in their home, but I can't afford one. Well, guess what? EnviroCleanse will work with you. They'll work with you on a payment plan so that you can breathe like you're supposed to breathe. So here on Life from America, the partners that we partner with help you breathe better, sleep better, eat better, take things that are more natural for you, lose weight, focus, and none of it is big corporation crap. EnviroCleanse is dedicated, ladies and gentlemen, to making sure that each and every person can have one of these. So they'll work out a payment plan with you. And if you use the promo code LFA, when you go to ekpure.com, you'll also get 10% off. Actually, you get a savings of about $150. Don't take it from me. Take it from everybody else. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. And also, ladies and gentlemen, another great company. Since we don't have a night show, I'm going to go ahead and talk about them now. It's OFP Farms. Another great company that's doing, it's going to do better for you than you'll ever know because that toxic crap that you put on your body when you wash it, you put in your hair, the beard oil stuff, all that stuff you buy from the, uh, from the supermarket that you, just because it's got a big name on it, yeah, well, you're paying to kill you. You're paying to put toxins in your body that you're going to need field of greens or something else to get, get it out. So go to OFPFarms.com, use the promo code OFP15 for 15% off. Okay. Really quick here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm only going to play a few minutes of this. And this is um, James O'Keefe went undercover in Maui, and he says he's got a lot that he uncovered in Maui, but mostly that the National Guard and the Maui police hate each other and are not working together at all. Wonder why. Check it out. Okay. They're just making sure that this bypass is in... Um Nobody's parking along it. Nobody's uh, taking photos. It's not, okay. it's not like we're, they're trying to hide anything, but it's actually an a, a emergency thing down there. I filmed with a button camera. They don't want nobody stopping on the side and taking photos. I could be arrested for doing this right now. You can't take yeah. a picture. Anybody can take pictures. No one can stop you guys from taking pictures. He said we were going to get arrested. It's picture. Kind of pushing, puffing the chest. It's part of the emergency proclamation. Um, that this whole area is being under the wildfire disaster area. So if you guys park here, that's technically in violation. I was wondering if he was going to detain me. No, they're probably just being assholes, man. Ask him for the emergency law. I'm a policeman in Honolulu, and I never heard of that. People are missing still? Uh, unaccounted for. Their bodies like, got cremated, so they're like dust. So it's hard to get the DNA off them. The dogs can come in and try to get a scent and then they run the DNA. It's like, how does that work with like the First Amendment and stuff like that? We want to stop and do like a news report on the side of the road. You would be able to do it where it's not in front of the burn zone. I don't know if they're... So ladies and gentlemen, I urge you, I don't have the time right now to go watch that on O'Keefe Media, on their social media or on their web, um, on their website because it's 14 minutes of, 14 minutes of hiding information. I can tell you that. 14 minutes of hiding information. And now I don't have a lot of time left, but I do want to make sure that I get these next couple things in. And that is this Pelosi's words, Nancy Pelosi's words from 2019 are coming back to bite her in the, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, because now that we're doing this impeachment inquiry, at least they're giving, remember what I said that they didn't give Donald Trump an impeachment inquiry. Well, that's because Nancy Pelosi went right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, she went right to it. She said, that, she said that she can't wait for an impeachment inquiry because the country cannot wait. That when you have evidence of wrongdoing this much by a president, which by the way, they had none, the, weak, the country cannot wait for votes on impeachment inquiries and for investigations. We got to move right to impeachment. It is that crucial. Well, panic is really setting in among Democrats now, ladies and gentlemen. Because they think Kamala Harris might have to assume the role real quick. Because they know that, that, uh, that Biden is getting sicker and sicker. And who knows what's going to happen with this impeachment. Or who knows what's going to happen with his son. Or anything, or, or, any, or anything like that. But I can tell you this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Nancy Pelosi sure as heck doesn't want Kamala Harris president. 
And that's why she's doing everything she can to stop the impeachment uh, inquiry and the impeachment vote into uh, Biden because she knows that uh, she doesn't even want it to get to the next step because she knows there's a possibility. And she's saying we can't, we've got to go through all the investigation process. Well, Nancy, in 2019, you said the opposite. In 2019, you said we can't wait. That it's for the American people and, that we, and it's too crucial and too much of, a, of an importance to wait. So, Nancy Pelosi, I'm just going to say, we're just following your advice. We're just following your advice. Now, I've got two videos to play you before we leave, and I think you'll like both of them. Check it out. President Donald Trump, I want to say this because a lot of people accuse this man of being a racist. And I just want to say that I've met President Donald Trump working on criminal justice reform. I, too, was one of the ones that said, no, I don't want to go talk to that man. I don't know him. He... He hates black people. That's what they said. And so they said, well, Angela, he's working on criminal justice reform. You have a story. Many of you may or may not know that I served time in a Georgia state prison. And while I was serving time in that prison, I was pregnant. And when it was time for me to deliver my baby, I was transported to a hospital here in Georgia by a police officer and I was chained to a bed and I was forced to give birth to my baby with a sheriff watching for a nonviolent crime. Also separated from my family for a nonviolent crime. But you know, the Democrats said we only supposed to fight for the family separation at the border. They forgot all about the family separation in the border. Whoa. They want Trump to apologize for the CP5, but they demanded that Joe Biden apologize for the 94 crime Let's bill. go. But that's something else. Let's go. I had a story. They told me that this man was a racist, but I had a story and I knew that if I could use my story to convince this man that there was a need to reform our criminal justice system, then I would do that. I wasn't gonna be worried about emotions. I wasn't gonna be worried about the media. I wasn't going to worry about the naysayers. I was gonna go in with my story and see if I could make a difference. I found myself sitting in front of President Trump in the Oval Office and I shared my story. This is the man that they told me was a racist. I don't know. I'm scared to death. Is he going to hang me? I don't know. Is he going to call the KKK the way that the media has betrayed it? I'm in a danger zone. Just so happened that he heard my story. Not only did he pass the First Step Act, but he also made it illegal for them to chain women to the bed during their childbirth. And he did much, much, much more. And that's all we ever had to do was get people to give Donald Trump a chance. And once you do, you love him. And you know why you love him? Because you love him for what he's about to say right now. Roll it. Now I want to take this opportunity to give you some advice. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. You will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve and that are not always warranted. But you have to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. Never, ever, ever give up. Things will work out just fine. Look at the way I've been treated lately. No politician in history has been treated worse or more unfairly. You can't let them get you down. You can't let the critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams. Adversity makes you stronger. Don't give in, don't back down, and never stop doing what you know is right. Now I want to take this opportunity. Tell me that don't bring tears to your eyes. Thought that would be a good way to end the week. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the fight continues with Mike Crispy coming up next. His show, Unafraid, followed by Loud Majority, followed by Ryan Matta with Matta of Fact, followed by Wrong Think with Anna Perez, followed by two hours today of Pete Santilli, followed by Based America, and so on and so forth. I want to thank you guys all very much for being here. And remember, just like President Trump said, never, ever, ever give up. Never give up. And don't do it for you. Do it for your country. Do it for God. 
Always live for someone else. And if you live for someone else and you do everything you can for somebody else and you help somebody else and the only time you really do look down on somebody is when you're reaching down to help them up, ladies and gentlemen, I can promise you that we will make America great again by making America godly again. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chests out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I appreciate you guys more than you know. Rumble and share on your way out. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. I love you all. Have a good weekend. Peace out.